0: You're in charge, right? Part of the reason we start our own businesses is to be our own bosses. So why are you letting everybody else decide what you need to do in your business? Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've gotta make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that, because guess what? nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Did you know that I have a free Facebook group that goes along with this podcast? It's called Imperfect Party. Creative, I know. It's a place to boost your business, body image, and mama mindset. You can ask for advice, get feedback, or maybe even make a new friend. We dive deeper into the topics discussed on the podcast as well as support and encourage each other on our imperfect journeys. You can find it at facebook.com backslash groups backslash imperfect party. See you there. All right, today I'm talking about how starting a business from scratch can be overwhelming to say the least, especially if you're doing it all by yourself, right? The to-do list can pile up insanely fast and the tech can have some steep learning curves too. So what can you do? You want to hire people out, but you might not have the money yet. Hello, you're just starting out your business, right? So you're thinking you got to have a clever name. You got to get a logo. You got to get a website. You got to be on all the social media places, right? Now they're adding in TikTok, right? I just got on TikTok. BT dubs. Haven't made anything yet (laughs) because I'm a little overwhelmed. Grow an email list, trademark it, LLC, WTF. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. So within each of those things also comes more decisions, right? Like your website, are you going custom? You're going template. If you're going template, are you using WordPress? Are you using Squarespace? Are you using Wix? Shopify? Blah, blah, blue. Etsy? Where are you selling your stuff? What's your URL going to be? How do you get your domain? What's your domain going to be? What if your name is taken on social media? Whew. Where are you going to focus? Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. What about email? you got to grow your email list. So what are you going to use? How are you going to do that? MailChimp, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign. What's going to happen? What are you doing? It's too much, right? And all those things aren't even really your business. I mean, they are, but it's like, you know, it's not what you want to be doing. Like if you want to start a meal planning business, when do you get to meal plan? You gotta do all that other crap I just listed, right? Today, I just wanna hit three little points that maybe will relieve some of your pressure if you just sort of take the time to sort of just take a deep breath and think about these things, okay? Number one, it's your business. So you don't have to do it like anybody else, okay? Just because so-and-so has an Etsy shop doesn't mean you have to have an Etsy shop, you know? You get to do what you wanna do. So right now, the word authenticity is like a little buzzword and we all throw it around like confetti, But this is where I really want you to embrace your authenticity. So if everybody's on Instagram, but you don't like Instagram, then you don't have to do it. You're in charge, right? Part of the reason we start our own businesses is to be our own bosses. So why are you letting everybody else decide what you need to do in your business? Okay. So when I first decided to be a coach, I felt like I needed to fit the mold. Like I needed to get those really super clean stock images like, white iPads and MacBooks and like the super clean desk. I think maybe you know what I'm talking about. It's hard to describe. I just thought I needed to look a certain way. That's the point. But so, okay. So like when I was designing my website, I was finding these stock images to sort of present myself as this like put together, got it ready to go, like hire me because I'm going to make your life better and your business better. And look how clean my desk is. Look how clean my fake desk is. That's not even mine because this is what I've seen. This is what other people's websites look like who are coaches. But here's the thing. It's a slippery slope. You start by kind of picking colors and fonts that you think you should have. And then you just kind of start losing yourself one decision at a time. Right? I'm an art teacher. My style has always been very eclectic. Like I always admire those people that can pick one style in their house and just really go for it. I have a friend named Tess who's like antique, goth. I'm not even sure. Her house is beautiful. It's been featured in blogs and magazines and it's amazing. I love it. I love going there. I would love it if my house looked like that, but I can't do it. You know, I love a Joanna Gaines house. Love shiplap just as much as the next guy. But if I moved into one of her houses, I would mess it up so fast with all my random crap. Not to mention my husband's random crap. It's just who I am. It's just who we are. The Seymours like eclectic things. And they don't happen to all fall into the same category. So when I was building my coaching brand and trying to do what I was supposed to do, I started losing sight of me in the process. It's like, what picture what what picture should i use Ooh, i don't know what am i supposed to use? like i wanted to like test everything and ask somebody every time because i wasn't being authentic so i wasn't 100% sure what i should be doing then one day i just decided it was too exhausting <laughs> it was too hard to try to be something i'm not and i just said F it went for it but the thing is i don't i wouldn't i don't usually do that in my own life so it really You have to be careful because even if you're like, Deanna, I don't do that. You're a fake ass bitch. (laughs) Just kidding. You might when it comes to business because it is very hard because there's so many voices coming at you. Like it's a little hard to filter it out and not do what you're supposed to do. So after I turned over my new leaf and I was like, screw this. I'm doing my own thing. My brand colors came from a mermaid bathing suit I bought for Ruby at Target. I was like, man, this color combination is amazing. So I went to the Target website, found an image of that bathing suit, put it into Photoshop, and used a little eyedropper tool to get the codes for those colors. Boom. Those are my colors. There's six of them. Some people might say that's too many. It's perfect for me. I love them. And you know what? I actually get a ton of compliments on them, my website, my branding, all the things that I was too scared to do to think outside the box, I get compliments on all the time. And the best part is the people who compliment me on those things, those are my people. You know, there might be some people who go to my website and are like, oh my gosh, the 80s threw up all over this website. What is she doing? They're not my people. They're not going to appreciate my Kelly Kapowski gifts anyways, when I put them in my emails. So I don't need them. That's fine. The thing is, you need to be yourself so that you can have a clear vision about where you're going, what you're doing in your business. And the people who are on board with you are going to be on board with you. And the people who aren't are going to go away. And I know that can be scary when you're starting out because you're like... (laughs) Girl, I need some money. I can't be alienating people with my kid's bathing suit as my branding colors. You're crazy. But trust me, you want to build a solid foundation in your business where you're being you and you're attracting the people who are attracted to you, the actual you, the quote unquote authentic you. Because otherwise, (laughs) it's going to get old real fast. Because it's not going to be fun because you're not being yourself and it's going to get exhausting and you can't keep it up forever. So be yourself, do you, attract the people who want to follow you. Okay, that's going to take some pressure off because you're not going to have to stress out so much about what fonts you're picking and what colors you're picking. You're going to pick the ones that resonate with you, the ones you want to use for your business. Now, I just paused for a second because I was thinking, okay, there are some times when maybe you have to figure out what your ideal client, what you need to say to them. But it can't be hundred percent fake either. So we're gonna have to do a whole nother episode about ideal clients and how to talk to them and whatever. But you cannot I I strongly believe that you cannot build a business. Especially if it is you that you're marketing, you're a coach, you're a whatever, like you're the online person. You're they're service provider they're buying into you as their guide on whatever they're doing making meals podcasting starting a business whatever if they are buying into you as a person regardless of who your ideal client is you cannot build your business around some fake persona to please that ideal client because they're purchasing they're buying into you so it has to be you does that make sense? All right. My second tip is to be picky. Don't follow too many people in the business realm. All right. Pick one or two and just go with them. I really like Tarzan Kay. I really love um, Amy Porterfield. I love Jenna Kutcher. If you start naming more, there's obviously more people who are awesome. Right. But if you follow them all, there's going to be some overlap and you're going to start to get confused and you're going to be like, well, she does this, but she does this, but he, you know, da, da, da. and then you're going to start to be confused all over again. It's going to make your job even harder. You're going to be exhausted. So you pick one or two, honestly, ideally one. And you follow them. You take their advice. You do what they're doing. If they're where you want to be, absolutely do what they're doing. Follow them. If you've never heard of this person, but you saw a Facebook ad from them telling that you can get their entire launch templates for $27, I get it. It's tempting. You're like, 27 bucks? Well, I can do that. Maybe. Don't get Chinese food one week. Boom, paid for. Don't do it. Because if you're following too many people's advice, it's going to get really hard to hear your own voice in your head over all the others that you're letting in. So you're letting in all these outside people just tell you what to do, and it just starts to get like white noise in there. And it's too much. And then also some people have some really cool opt-ins, you know, for just your email address. You get cool stuff. But I really urge you to try to limit how much you let in. It gets really hectic really fast. Because then they also start (laughs) sending you those emails. So you got the opt-in. And if you're like me, like you get it, you look at it, and you're like, oh, okay. Like not, they look a lot cooler most of the time than when you get them. And there's not enough time to really pay attention to all of them. So you just keep getting them and getting them and it's just more opinions and more ideas and it's going to lead to instant overwhelm, you know? If usually your motto is like the more the merrier, this idea of limiting yourself is maybe going to like bum you out and it might seem silly because you're like, I don't know, two heads are better than one, so 100 heads must be awesome. Awesome. But I want you to try to commit to one or two mentors for 90 days. Okay, that's only three months. They get three months of your loyalty. And then if it's not working, you can go find someone new. Right? It's you don't have to get opinions on everything you can decide you can decide what you want to do. You know, you go into a Facebook business group and you ask like, what should I use? Wix or Squarespace? You can get 100 comments and probably 50 are going to say Wix and 50 are going to say Squarespace. And then you just stressed yourself out. You got all those opinions sorted through all that stuff and you still don't really know what to do because ultimately you have to decide what you're doing. Do you know? Just because one person grows her Facebook to whatever number and however long doesn't mean that you can do it too. Even if you do exactly what she did, it doesn't work like that. If her group is about women who have short hair, but your group is about Etsy shop owners who crochet and are vegan, they're not gonna grow at the same rate. Can you see how that's gonna be different? Like, and also how you're gonna speak to your people are gonna be different. A lot of people are saying, oh, I'm gonna sell you my word for word script, my word for word template for this. How can it possibly be the same? You can't speak to your customers exactly the same way that they spoke to theirs. Also, it's going to sound weird if it's not in your own voice. The whole point of this online business thing, like I said before, is that people want what you're offering. Your customers are going to relate to you, to your products, to the way you teach, to your stories. They're going to click with your personality, your journey. You know, you can't use someone else's template and still be you. I'm not saying you can't ever use a template or a swipe file and sort of change it up and make it your own. But I just want you to like chillax and embrace what you know, who you are, your story. Trust yourself and keep the outside voices to a minimum or none. Try it without any. Is that crazy? Keep mine. Just kidding. (laughs) Keep mine in there. Get rid of everybody else. Just kidding. Um, But you know what you're doing. Trust yourself. Don't let too many people in. And then the other thing I just want to tell you, because I know that this can sort of get intense, especially in the beginning of starting a business, don't believe the hype, right? On social media, people love to share their wins. We're just bombarded with images and messages of people on social media, just hashtag living their best lives and growing their businesses. I mean, call me a jerk, the B word, a cynic. I'm cynical. I'm just a little cynical. I'm just a little skeptical. Let's call me skeptical. I say you just need to take all that with a grain of salt. Have you ever seen those people on Shark Tank and they've sold like a million dollars worth of their products? And then all the sharks are like sitting up straight in their chair and they are like ready. They're going to get all the offers. They're You just are like, oh my gosh, everybody just wants them. And then they ask if they have any debt and they're like, oh yeah, we have $2 million worth of debt. And then all the um, sharks are like, huh, just kidding, not interested, right? Or maybe they're like not taking a salary yet. They've sold a million pairs of socks, but their, their margins are off, their money's off, they're not getting paid. You know, I'm sure that on social media, those businesses are killing it, right? There's probably someone else who is like watching them like, oh, man, these guys are killing it. They're just selling so much. I hardly sell anything. Like I'm only making $1,000 a month. They're selling a million dollars worth of stuff. But who's making more money? If this person who's watching them being like, man, they're selling millions of dollars worth of stuff. I'm only making $1,000. Like I'm talking making, like putting it in their bank account, paying off all their bills, paying for whatever, paying for their ads, doing whatever they need to do. The person who's only quote unquote only making $1,000 is making more than this business that's selling millions of dollars. It doesn't, like, what you see isn't always the truth, right? Just because they're selling out doesn't mean they're making money. It's not the whole story. It's just the story that they get to present. That's their their prerogative. If you start comparing your real life to other people's stories, hello, Instagram stories. It's called stories for a reason, y'all. It's not a fair fight. You're going to lose every time because you know your truth. You know all the ins and outs of your story. You know all the mess ups, all the flubs, all the facts. And you only get to know what those people are willing to share with you, which is usually going to be just the good stuff. So whenever you hear somebody talking about how they sold out their launch in 20 minutes, I want you to be a little bit of a bitch and ask yourself, well, how many spots were available? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, good for them. But don't use it as ammo to beat yourself up because maybe their goal was to only sell two spots. But you're like, oh, my God, they sold out their launch in 20 minutes and you're feeling like they, they sold to 100 people in 20 minutes and you can't even sell to however many. You don't know how many people they were selling to. What does that mean sold out? A lot of times they don't say <laughs> they just want, you to know, they sold out. It's counterproductive to do that. It's not fun. It bums you out. And the other thing I want to mention is that you don't need to follow a ton of other people like in your business circle. Like you shouldn't really be seeing a ton of stories where people sold out their launch. Because you don't really need to follow a bunch of people who are in the same circle as you. You know what I mean? Hello, tip number two above, right? You're limiting who you're following, but You should really try to follow and interact with people who could be your customers. I think we make the mistake of, like, befriending the people, like our peers, which is great. That's fine. I'm all for, you know, collaboration over competition. Like, I'm not trying to compete with these people. But really, I want to spend the majority of my time online because, honestly, I don't really want to be online that much. So the time that I am going to spend online I need to spend that time connecting with my ideal clients, not with the people who are doing what I'm doing. I guess if I have some extra time and I'm all caught up on housewives, I could pop online and talk to my peers. And obviously there's a time and a place when you're going to collaborate and you're going to do cool stuff and you're going to work with them. But you really shouldn't be all up in their business anyways. It's just going to make you compare and it's not going to be fun. Deal? All right. So basically, this is just a quick little episode. I just wanted to sort of give you permission to unplug from everybody else. Get away from it all. I said pick one to two mentors. But now by the end of this, I've convinced myself, like, maybe you don't even need one for a little while. Just take a break. Detox from all the other opinions about what you should do. And I just want to give you permission to do your own thing. Choose who you want to follow carefully. And whoever you follow, remember, they're probably not talking about their failures on social media. If they are, they're probably not doing it until they compare it with a huge success story that they had. You know, when people sort of have made it and they like to reminisce about when they screwed up, they didn't make it. But they could always be like, but now I'm awesome. Not very many people are going to be sharing those stories while they're happening. They're going to be faking it till they make it. Don't believe the hype, right? Cool. Here's your next step. I just want you to sit with yourself, have some quiet time, and I want you to think about what you want out of your business. What social media platforms do you enjoy? What do you want to do? I know you need to figure out where your ideal client is, but I also think that you're not going to keep up with it if you hate it. So maybe do a little mix of both, but I really want you to think about what do you want out of your business? How are you going to run your business? What are you doing that you just think you're supposed to be doing? That doesn't bring you joy, that doesn't make you money, that you're just like, I don't know, I think I'm supposed to do this. Are you doing what you want to do in your business? Just sit and just really think about that. And then try to kind of come up with a game plan for like, here's what I'm going to focus on for the next 90 days, you know, commitment phobes. (laughs) Don't worry, it's just 90 days. Then you can refollow all your people and turn everything back on if you don't feel a little bit of clarity in the next 90 days for just kind of making it a little bit more quiet. Does that make sense? Okay. To grab the notes and the links and all the things from today's episode, check out the show notes at com backslash 13. See you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official imperfect party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauties in the imperfections.